Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. Today's guest is Krista Marie. Krista had a near-death experience where she came face-to-face with God, and now we're going to learn about it. Krista, thank you so much for joining me today, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I've had two near-death experiences. Um, the first one was in 1998. And it was eight weeks into nursing school and I was speeding to go pick up my daughter and I hit a pothole and I was going 99 miles an hour. And I went into oncoming traffic with a Mack truck coming probably about 45, 50 miles an hour. And it was so bizarre because everything went into slow motion. I actually like started having time to think like, oh, if I can make it to the ditch, I'll be okay. I won't get hit by this truck. Um, But then all of a sudden I heard this beautiful, sweet voice say, you're going to be okay. And all of a sudden peace fell over me and I went to sleep. It was as if I went to sleep and, um, and I, was in this place of pure, unconditional love. Everything that I felt was just really, really safe. And, um, and then I woke up and, um, I didn't have any injuries on my body, like not even a cut or a bruise. And my car looked like it had been ruined. Like it looked like it had been crushed by a wrecking ball. Um, but I was rushed to the hospital because I had a really severe head injury and I lost my long-term memory and my short-term memory. And, um, I stayed in school because I really didn't, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just thought I'm just going to keep going to school. Um, but even though I didn't have a long-term memory or a short-term memory, I started receiving downloads of all of the information that I needed to pass my classes. I would have dreams about the tests and what the answers were and what I was going to get a score on. I mean, it was, it was just amazing how I was able to make it through nursing school because I couldn't remember anything that anybody said to me after one second. And if I was 
shown something visually, I could only remember it for three seconds. And um, so I made it through nursing school. I passed my boards and, you know, these gifts come in. And then fast forward to um, April of 2020, I have another near-death experience. All right, before you start that one, sorry to interrupt you, but before you start that one, let me ask you some questions about the one in um, your first one. Mm -hmm. So in the first one, you it seemed like you fell asleep and then you kind of woke up in a place that was like super peaceful or, or there was an amazing amount of love, right? Yes. Do you remember what that place looked like? It was pink. Hmm. It was this um, like beautiful crystalline pink light. It was, it was light, but it was pink. And I associate pink with love. And that's what it felt like. It was warm. It was so, um, it was just so loving. I can't really even explain or like um, compare it to something here on earth because there is nothing on earth that can really compare to that feeling. Did you realize that you had died or were in an accident at that point? No, I didn't I was just like I was just like soaking up all of this loving energy that was around me. I never felt anything like that before, but it, um, it was just like this very uh, like dense energy, but it, it was re- it was just really loving. Mm-hmm. But you- I did not know that I left. I think you kind of mentioned you woke up from a dream. Did it feel like you were in a dream at that place or? Yeah. It felt like I was dreaming. Hmm. Yeah. But there wasn't anything happening in the dream other than I just felt all this love and comfort and um, I didn't have any fear at all. None, no fear. And then when you came back, did you just wake up in your body in the hospital? I woke up in my car. Somebody was knocking on the window and um, it was actually a paramedic that was a block and a half away. He was on his day off and he had heard the wreck and he came up the street and started doing an assessment on me Um, and other cars had pulled over. Um, cause they were like, what is this girl doing? She's driving her car into oncoming traffic. Nobody could make any sense of it. And, um, he started doing an assessment with me, you know, asking me like the typical, what's your age, what, who's the president, what year it is. I had no idea. I didn't know any of that. I only knew two things. I was going to be a nurse and I had a daughter. Mm. All I knew Interesting. Did you kind of have amnesia of your entire life? Like you didn't know your name, your parents? It was gone. All of it. Mm. How did you function? Well, um, I have a really brilliant daughter and she was in second grade, even though she was in second grade, like she was, she's just very brilliant. 
Um, so she helped quite a bit, but also I, um, like as far as like getting through nursing school, um, I, I could not write and listen anymore. I was dyslexic when I would write, everything just looked like scribbles. And, um, I started having dreams about the tests and what the answers were. And if the teacher would ask a question, um, I would receive the information and it just, I would just say it, but seconds later, like I forgot what she was asking. So I was just living really second by second. Mm. And, um, but I also, something really amazing happened. Like all the fear was gone because when you lose your memory, you don't have any worries. You don't have any sadness. Um, you don't have any anger. Like it's all wiped away with all of those memories. And that is actually a gift because if you're not in your head, then you're living from your heart. And that just, I think because I wasn't in my head and I was completely, the only place I could live from was my heart that opened up the door to having access to the infinite source knowledge that's available to us because there was no overthinking. I didn't have any, I wasn't worried. Like if I hadn't lost my memory, I would be really stressed. You know, nursing school is really tough. It's very challenging. And just, you know, having all the other daily life struggles when you're a single parent and you're going through school, but none of that was there. I just was living moment by moment. Did you not tell anybody that you had lost your memory? Well, um, especially the teachers, you know, (laughs) I was taking a test and I am reading these words and I don't know what any of them mean. And I'm like, wow. So I went up to her and I said, what does this word mean? And she knew instantly. She's like, something's not right because the first eight weeks of school, you know, I could take a test within, you know, like five minutes and get an A on it. And here I am, I'm asking her, like, I don't understand what this word means. And I remember specifically, um, one of the words was elimination. And after class, she met with me and she said, um, what's going on? And I said, well, I was in a wreck and, um, I lost my memory. It was like, I knew that much. And she said, well, maybe you should stay out of school and wait until you heal. And for whatever reason, that just didn't make sense to me. And I said, I can't, I have to stay in school. I just said, I'm going to be a nurse and I have a daughter and I have to be able to take really good care of her. So she took me to um, the office where they do testing to see what you can qualify for. Like if you, you have to like qualify for, um, like special accommodations. Um, and the score that I got, the woman says you're scoring in the range of someone who's mentally delayed. 
And she goes, I don't know how you're going to make it through nursing school. And I said, well, I, I just said, I'm going to be a nurse, you know? And it was like seconds later, cause I, I had just forgotten that she said, I don't know how you're going to make it. And I said, I'm going to be a nurse. <laughs> so, um, I was able to get notes and tape record the classes so that, you know, I could just keep listening over and over and over. Um, but I would forget to bring the recorder. I would forget where I put my notes. I mean, I had sticky notes all over the house with reminders and, um, you know, I would even forget that I wrote the sticky notes. It's, it's really kind of a, it's just a miracle that I made. I was able to get through the day. Um, and even I, I went to the garage and the car wasn't there. And I told my daughter, somebody stole the car. And she was like, no, mom, mom, you were in an accident. And um, she would get pictures out to try to help me remember. Cause I forgot everything about her, you know, but I knew I had a daughter, but I didn't remember any of our memories and I didn't remember her being born or any of her birthdays, any of that stuff. It's just gone. So, um, thankfully within a couple weeks of the accident, um, that's when all the downloads started coming in and, um, I also didn't have a filter because you, you just don't think like, Oh, if I say this, it might hurt that person's feeling, or there's, there's just no thinking involved at all. So whatever I saw, I would say it and whatever I thought I would just speak it. And, um, that is, um, kind of another gift that came in was I see the world through the eyes of a child. And, um, so there's no judgment about anything or anyone. There's just pure love for everyone. Um, so that's been a really incredible gift that came in. Um, but just being able to, um, past my, all of my classes. Um, cause I would read and read and read all the time, but I never remembered what I was reading. Um, and it would take me a while to take the tests. Like I had to be in a room that was completely silent. I couldn't have any distractions whatsoever. Um, and that was one of the accommodations that they allowed me to have. And that was really helpful because then I was just in that place of being able to receive all of the downloads, all of the information that was required so that I could pass my tests because I didn't know what even the words meant mm-hmm. when I would read them, but I was given everything I needed at the moment. When did your memory return? My short-term memory came back two years after the accident. My mom took me to a healing mass. And, um, during the service, I started feeling this tingling sensation, like all over my face. And then I felt this swirling around my brain and I thought, oh my gosh, what is happening? And three days later, I got my short-term memory back 
And I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I just remembered what somebody said. Because you know, I was I would repeat myself constantly, like, where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? What are we doing? What are we, you know, it was just constantly just repeating myself. Um, so when I got my short-term memory back, I thought, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So my daughter, she, st- you know, we looked through the pictures and I still didn't remember the past. Um, so I was still like living in very much in the present. And I thought I can, I can do this. I, you can get through life with a short-term memory only. Mm-hmm. And um, it was 11 years later when my long-term memory returned and I the way that came back, I had a hip injury and, um, I didn't want to have surgery. I just couldn't even imagine having hip replacements. Um, so I just trusted, I heard somebody invented something that will heal this injury without surgery. And I thought, okay, I trust that. Like I trust what I hear when it comes, when it's a download and, um, I met a woman who had these devices that um, treat your body with the exact match of energy that your body is made of. And I had eight treatments. So I did treatments twice a day. And on the third day of my treatments, it would have been six treatments in, I felt this terrible pain in my head, even though my hips were being treated. I told her, I said, I was in this car accident and this is exactly where I hit my head on the window. Mm. Um, And she said, oh, the energy will go where it needs to go if there's a repair that's needed. And I thought, okay, great. And um, after that sixth treatment, I was in the car, I was talking to my daughter and all of a sudden, my mind went blank. I was asking really bizarre questions. And she said, Mom, you are talking exactly the way you were when you lost your memory. And then within like seconds, all of a sudden, it was like um, a downpour of information. And it was like, if you can just imagine like a bunch of stars falling from the sky all at the same time, that's what was going on in my brain. Everything was just coming back. And I just said, oh my gosh, I remember. I remember when we went to Florida. I remember this. I remember that. It was amazing. So that's when my memory came back and it only took three days. What was the name of that treatment that you got? Accuscope Myopulse. Acuscope myopulse. Hmm. Yeah. Have anything to do with acupuncture? Um, no. It uses a specific microcurrent and biofeedback, and um, it resonates with your body. So, whatever anything that you're needing to be healed, this energy will resonate with it, and it, it gives your body the energy that it needs so that it can repair itself. Hmm. And it works really, really fast. I mean, I couldn't believe it in three days that I got my long-term memory back. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So I I bought that equipment 
And I thought, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to turn lemons into lemonade here. I have to start treating people because there's a reason why I found those machines. So I purchased them and then I started doing sessions. All right. Well, tell us about your second NDE. Okay. So that was really pretty recent. It was in April of 2020. In March, I got really sick. I was exposed to mold and, um, oh gosh, um, one night I really couldn't breathe and my pulse was getting really thready, like very weak and I could feel my blood pressure dropping and I just knew that I was dying. So I called out to my divine team of medical angels and all of a sudden it was like, boom, just like that. I was out and the room was bright white and there was a team of angels and they opened up my soul. Like my soul rose above my body. They opened it up and they were pulling things out and they were fixing things. It was like they were doing like soul surgery, I guess I would call it. And, um, and then they put me back together and then I was face to face with God and I was standing in front of a gate and one side of the gate was open and God said, it is a mess down there. And we had a conversation about that, about what a mess it was on earth. Um, And I just said, I know I can't leave it like this. I have to go back. And, um, and I looked down at my body and I thought, okay, I have to go back. I'm not done yet. And, um, and then I floated through this time of like nothingness. It was just very peaceful. And, um, it was like just floating through the sky you know, there wasn't any sound or anything like that. And then I was back in my body and I um, woke up the next morning, like it was light out. So, and I knew that I had been healed. Of, so I knew that I, I had been healed enough to just keep going. I should have done a little more bargaining when I was there. <laughs> like if I'm going back, just heal me. <laughs> so can you tell us what God looked like? God was this enormous, um, he looked like energy and that's kind of hard to explain, but it was this enormous being. Um, and there was gold, the color gold was the gate was gold and there was like gold all, all over. And then God was just like this, it was like really bright white, um, but he was like enormous, just enormous. Was he humanoid shaped or was he like a ball of light? He was more of a ball of light. Did he identify himself as God or did you just have a knowingness that this was God? I just knew it was God because I had heard his voice before. 
And it was a male voice that I heard like years and years and years ago. And it was the same voice. But it's like this booming voice. But it's also very loving. When you hear it, do you hear it and feel it? Like all one mixed together? Or did you separately just hear it? It was like you and I just having a conversation like this. Um, But there was a lot of a peaceful feeling, you know, it was very, very peaceful. And there was so much love, but there was also concern. It would, and I, I was being given a choice to leave or go back, but it was the concern that I heard in God's voice that I just thought I can't leave now. I can't, I have to go back. While you were there, did you see any other beings like angels or Jesus? I saw over on the other side of the gate. Um, it was like this gold, gold light. And there were angels there. There were like tons of angels, like the most brilliant brightest white that you could ever imagine. But they weren't talking to me. They were on the other side of the gate. Do you feel like that gate was a barrier? And if you crossed it, you weren't coming back? Yes. I, I have been here so many times already. Like, you know, when you have a deja vu, like, oh, that feels familiar. Like, no, you, you did this already. Like, that's what that is. And I knew, like, I just know, like, this is my last go around. I just know it. It's a very deep knowing. And I knew that if I went through that gate, that I wouldn't be coming back to earth. I would be doing something else from another realm. Interesting. Do you still believe that, that when you finally go back, you're going to another realm? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have any idea what realm that would be? Um, I would be in the realm with the angels. So after you came back from this experience, did it change you in any way? Yes, it did. Um, when I came back, um, it's I started speaking another language. And I was told that it's the language of the light of the divine. And one day, um, it just like came out of my mouth and I couldn't stop speaking it. And I heard you are in earth school. So that's where we all are. We are all in earth school. So I, I was getting like more and more information Um, and the, my frequency has changed even more so since the first NDE, um, because now it seems like, um, I'm even more sensitive to every single thing that's going on. Like even things that are going on in other countries, I'm picking that up. If things are, if an animal is thinking something. I can hear, I can communicate with the animals. Um, I can, 
if someone is feeling a certain emotion, then I experience that emotion as well. And um, that can be a little bit overwhelming because I mean, I, I went to this store and I, um, I walked up to this specific rack and I felt all of the emotions of a previous person that had been standing there. And, um, the best thing that I can do is just send them love and, um, put this really bright white light there to transmute that energy. So it sounds like from your experience, you've become super empathic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, like over the top empathic. Um, so I'm still trying to navigate the energies coming back to earth. I'm trying to figure out how to do this because I have to be able to function and, um, in a world where there's so much stuff going on, um, I need to be able to figure out how I can just maneuver through my day without being so dramatically affected by it. Do you have any other abilities like clairaudience, clairvoyance, or anything like that? Yeah, all of that has come through um, really strong. I had quite a bit of that um, come in after my first NDE in 1998. Um, but this time, everything has just been really amplified. Um, like, for example, um, well, I mean, other things have happened. Like, in addition to just being clairaudient and clairvoyant, um, like, I can just see through buildings. Um and uh, there's this knowing, like this very precise knowing. Um, and I had a couple really amazing experiences. Um, I was driving to the grocery store and I was at a red light and there was another car that came around and he stopped because his light turned red. So when mine turned green, he floored it. And he drove his car actually right through mine, but I was in this place of like gratitude and just complete, complete trust. And I was so connected to my heart that I actually became invisible and I saw him, I saw his face. He was like screaming Oh my God. And it was like the matrix effect that happened. That's the only way I know how to describe it, but amazing things like that happen because it's like my frequency is different. So no matter what is going on around me, I'm, I am in this place of complete calmness and at peace. Um, and there's just no fear of anything. Like all of that is gone. It sounds like when you were having your conversation with God, that God was telling you everything is messed up down there. Like the earth's in bad shape. And I felt yeah. like you were telling God, well, you're going to go fix it or try to help. Yes. Yes. Um, what are you doing to help? Well, 
I came back with um, the ability to heal people sometimes by touching them, um, speaking this language. Um, They call it a light language. Some people call it speaking in tongues. It's really the same thing, Um, but it is a sacred language. And um, being able to access this knowledge that can help people and guide them. Um, But the healing gifts are really incredible because I will go into a completely different dimension and my hands, like I can see what's happening with my hands. Like they will go into another dimension and they will go right. It's like, I go right to the person and they're healed. The healing is just so profound and it's so fast And I also work with people on an emotional level too, to clear whatever it is that they're hanging on to emotionally so that they can just set themselves free. And when I'm working with them, I receive downloads of information as to what to have them say so that they can clear themselves of it. What is the most amazing healing case that you've seen yourself perform? Um... I would say there was a woman who she was in her eighties and she had dementia and I was on the phone with someone and I started speaking this language and within seconds she fell asleep and then she woke up 10 minutes later and she said, I remember everything. Mm. And, um, she also had a, she had some issues with her leg and um, like the bone was crooked and there was something going on with her hip. And this was just all over the phone speaking this language and her leg straightened hmm. within really like seconds. Have you had any negative after effects from these NDEs that you had to deal with? Well, the negative aspect I mean, it is challenging being back here on earth because you go to a place and there's, um, everything is really beautiful. And there's the only thing that exists there is love. There's no judgment. There's no anger. Like it is amazing. And then you come back down to earth and there's all this chaos, you know, there's judgment and all this sadness and the worry and the anger and coming back and feeling all of that, that is, that is really challenging. And, but I think that's why God gave me all of these gifts so that I can help people clear that from them because they don't have to hang on to that anger and the fear and the worry and the sadness. They just don't. And it, and it goes pretty quick when we do um, healing work together. So it's really, um, it is challenging, like being back in a world where there's all of this division, because when you go to the other side, like that isn't, there's nothing like that there. This earth is the only place that has that. None of the other planets 
do you find it difficult or did you find it difficult being here, being back in a place with almost no love compared to the amount of love there? Yes. Yes. That is actually one of the reasons why I came back um, because I am pure love. I am unconditional love and I hold no judgment. And it's like I was sent back on this mission to help other people get to that place. Because when one person can step into that place, it creates a shift. It's like a domino effect and it starts raising the frequency because we're all connected. You know, I will feel something that someone else is feeling like miles and miles away. What is one way that a person can get as close as they can to pure love? Well, that would be freeing themselves of judgment. Judgment against themselves and other people. If they can release that judgment um, and see that every single one of us came from the same source, we all have that source energy within us. And um, if they can focus on that and realize that, um, you know, everybody has these circumstances and it kind of, we take on beliefs, um, sometimes willingly and sometimes not so willingly. And it creates all these different emotions within us. And then it affects how we move forward in life. But if we can just move past and let go of that judgment um, that would really set a person free because then they, they would just see the truth of that person. Like they aren't this circumstance, or maybe if somebody's really anger, angry, they would see like that, that person is really hurting inside instead of, you know, judging them for how they're behaving. What do you think inspires you about your experiences? What inspires me is that I have a mission. I was given a mission when I came back here and it is to, um, it is to help people heal on any level. It doesn't matter how deep it is. It doesn't matter if it's emotional or physical. That is my mission. And before my NDEs, I felt passionate about helping people. Um, and I loved helping people, but this is different. This is at a soul level. It was like, God gave me these gifts and I'm back on earth. I agreed to come back and it is a mission that has to be completed. You mentioned earlier that your mother took you to mass and that's where you got your short-term memory back. Yeah. To me, that means that you may have grown up Catholic. Are- yes. What religion are you now or are you just spiritual? I am, I do not, I did grow up in the Catholic religion and I do not um, associate myself with any religious belief anymore. I am just, just spiritual. I believe I met God. I actually, when I came back to earth after the second most recent NDE, Um, Jesus appeared to me in physical form and, um, and that's really all there is. 
the religions are just something that man created and that creates separation. Like this, you know, people think their religion is the only one and that's something that creates separation. And that isn't what we're supposed to do here on earth. We are supposed to unite and find balance. Can you tell us more about what happened when you encountered Jesus? Yes, it was really amazing. I was walking the labyrinth and um, there's a labyrinth here in Phoenix, like 20 minutes away from me. And um, as soon as I got there, I heard this is holy ground. And um, I made my way to the labyrinth and I walked it three times because this is, you know, I did this on my healing journey. Um, Cause when I came back, I wasn't completely healed. So I had a lot of healing to do. Um, I walked it three times and at the end I just looked up and there was Jesus. His body was a, in the physical form of a man and he was above the ground. I could see his feet, his hands, his whole entire body, but his face was light. It was this bright white light just beaming from his face. And all I felt was love, absolute, pure, unconditional love. And I was so grateful to, I mean, it was such a gift for him to appear to me like that. Did he say anything to you or just made an appearance? He just made an appearance. Um, so with him, I it was more of a feeling and a visual where with, when I saw God, I was speaking to him and there was a visual, but with Jesus, it was just being in his presence and seeing him physically, but then feeling all of that love because that is what Jesus is. He is just pure love. All right. We were talking earlier about the healings that you've done for people. If mm-hmm. someone wants a healing from you, how do they contact you? Um, really, I prefer that they just send me a text message and then I can reach out to them. Um, uh, or they can send me an email. Okay. Do you want to say your phone number and, and email sure. online here? Or or you want me to post it in the description? Or what um, would you like I, me to do? I don't mind sharing it. Um, my telephone is... Four eight zero four five nine eight one two six, and my email is Krista Marie forty seven at yahoo.com. Okay. Do you have a website? I do. Um, I have a website called healingheadtotoe.com, and it's the number two. What about a YouTube channel? I do have a YouTube channel. Um, I think that's, I believe that's under uh, restorative health solution, singular. Um, my web guy, he's going to be changing it, I think, to Krista Marie. What about this? After watching this podcast, people may just want to reach out to you and ask you questions. Are you mm-hmm. open to that? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I will answer any questions anybody has. Do you have anything else that you're working on that you want us to know about? Well, I am writing a book. Um, 
it's in progress. Now I'm still, I'm in the middle of, I'm in the middle of writing it. So hopefully it'll be done within a couple months. Do you have any other paranormal experiences that you'd like to share? Yes. Um, I had an experience where I was in a restaurant and I said to the guy behind the counter, thank you. This food is so delicious. Um, I was actually at Ono Barbecue in Scottsdale. And um, my friend and I, we ate all of our food and I took the tray up to the garbage and I picked up one of the styrofoam containers and I was just going to throw them away one at a time. We had eaten everything. And when I picked up the styrofoam container, um, it was heavy. And I thought, that's weird. We ate our food and I opened it and it was full of meat, like full, like you can't even go in there and buy it like this. Um, And we both looked at each other like, what is going on? And then um, I opened up the other one, the other container, and it was full. I had two containers full of meat. And I actually really did need more protein in my diet. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful. Like it was, it was a miracle. And I think it came from just being in such gratitude because when you're in that place of gratitude, miracles happen. I mean, things just start flowing. Mm. That was, that was really incredible. And, um, another time I, um, I had said a prayer, um, you know, cause healing from mold, I mean, it's really challenging. It's painful. It's a lot of different things. And, um, I had said a prayer and I asked to receive a rose to confirm that my prayer is going to be answered. And I went to the grocery store and I walked out and, um, I saw this guy sitting against the wall and he said, I, there is a rose on the ground, like the most beautiful, perfect rose I've ever seen in my life. And I said, where did that come from? And he said, it's for you. It's from God. And that happened twice, twice. I found two of the most beautiful, perfect red roses. Um, yeah. I just amazing things happen. You know, I found a pine cone. I was walking and I found this adorable little pine cone and it was closed. And I knew that it was for me. I'm like, this is a message for me. And I picked it up and I held it in my hand and it opened. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. So I did some research on what pine cones mean and they, um, referenced enlightenment. And I thought, well, that's definitely applicable to everything that's been going on. Um, just incredible things like that happen. Um, things appearing like out of nowhere. Um, like I moved to another place and I thought, Oh, I really need a, I'm going to need a clothes hanger there, like an extra clothing thing. And, um, I come in and there it was, it was just there. 
So just that ability to manifest things has been really amplified. And, um, but you can manifest the positive just as easily as the negative. So I just really, I'm just very mindful of living in the moment and staying connected to my heart. Thank you for sharing that. All right, Krista, before I finish up, do you have one last positive message that you can share with everyone? Yes, I do. Um, All I can say is that if everyone can step into their hearts and live from that place, it will change your whole outlook on life completely. Um, Just everything that's going on in the mind it's really a distraction, but if you live from your heart, um, you will open and unlock these doors. You will un, you will open and unlock the magic that is waiting for you. Mm, thank you for that. And Krista, thank you so much again for being my guest. I really appreciate you and I wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a great rest of your day over there. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.